Now going to our business wrap conversation. 17 minutes it is now before 8 p.m. And uh, casting our sights uh, on uh, some of the, uh, I guess, uh, issues that emerged from the uh, um, party commission, uh, which is uh, taking a look at uh, the Public Investment Corporation, the continent's largest asset manager, uh, which uh, manages uh, the uh, pension funds of many uh, uh, employees in the public sector. And, of course, the GEPF uh, appoints the PIC as uh, its uh, fund manager. And so does the compensation fund. And uh, Matsepo More, uh, who uh, until fairly recently was the uh, acting CEO, uh, was suspended in March of this year following allegations that she had interfered uh, in the inquiry's work. And uh, she appeared uh, before the PIC Commission earlier on today and uh, was grilled on all manner of things. And I guess the intention there was to uh, get much greater insight into the functioning of the PIC, the delegation of authority and power uh, in the uh, fund manager. And of course, also the allegations leveled against her by many of those who had worked alongside her over the years. Uh, least of all those who were intimidated or allegedly intimidated uh, as, of course, uh, the uh, PIC inquiry was undertaking its work. I'm joined on the line now by Snesipo Maninjwa. Uh, she's a chartered accountant, a market commentator and an independent analyst. And uh, she now joins us on the line. Snesipo Njani. I'm good and you are your... <laughs> You're certainly having a much better Monday than uh, many of us. But, uh, Snezibo, uh, I would assume, of course, that your Monday was much, much better than Matsepo More's Monday, who uh, was appearing before the PIC Commission today. And uh, I want us, maybe before we get to even the allegations of interference and uh, even, of course, uh, the uh, delegation of authority, influence and power uh, in the PIC, to maybe speak about, uh, I guess, uh, the uh, developments uh, that surrounded her dismissal uh, in March as uh, the interim CEO and, of course, uh, uh, her role as a CFO prior to that, uh, working alongside Dr. Dan Machila. Yeah, so, like, the, 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 the basis of her dismissal slash suspension had to do with the fact that they felt um, there was, um, um, the charge was that she was interfering in investigations specifically uh, levied against certain individuals who may have been improper in some of the investments the PIC has made. So, yeah, so that's why she actually ended up ended up where she is right now. But the exact quantum, exact um, level of um, interference, we're not sure. I just think it was more of a cleaning house situation. Yeah. Because... CFO, CEO, they were working close together with Dr. Dan. So obviously, obviously, there might have been a continuation of the similar practices. Hmm. 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 Now, 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 I mean, she, she uh, headed to the stand today. And uh, I must say, of what I did catch of the PIC uh, uh, Commission of Inquiry today, she cut a very defiant image uh, in some of her responses there. And uh, much of those responses, uh, I guess, uh, had to... Uh, 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 relate to some of the uh, shifts and changes that have happened at the PIC in the recent while, that change in their memorandum of incorporation. Uh, what, what impact did that have in the governance and the delegation of authority and power in the PIC? So, the thing with the PIC, the PIC, although it's a fund manager specifically, it operates specifically from a governance structure, completely different to how other fund managers operate just from a delegation of authority and just role requirement perspective. Okay. Uh, for example, a lot of the owners for traditional fund managers, the CIO is the custodian of the investment portfolio. Mm. 
the CEO uh, is in charge of the strategic direction of the fund as well as administration. In other words, providing the link between the investments, the board, and the ultimate, uh, the, the concerned party, which would be GEPF, UIF, and all the other funds that PIC managers as well as government. Mm. The COO would then be in charge of the operations of, so that is, and the CFO in charge of the financial risk mandate. That is what the structure of the PIC is supposed to be. Sure. But what is it? The issue is that the CEO and the CFO are integral in the investment decision in that they sit on the committees and they have influence over the investment process. Something that should fall out, that shouldn't actually be their focus. Mm, mm. So because of that, that allows interference. How it's traditionally supposed to work is that the investment team is supposed to drive the investment process. And, you know, you have some board members and um, enough investment committees would then just approve the deal and they should be, they should be more of a sounding board and a risk oversight. The issue is that, which is one of the problems with the PIC, is that through the revelations of the committee and what has been reported in the media, the CEO has been... Um, accused of being integral in the decision-making process when they're not supposed to be. It's not in their mandate. That is not their role. That is not their role. His role, if if you think about it, because like I think we talked about this earlier, like how many people know who the CIO, know the CEO of Future Growth is? Everyone knows who the CIO is, which is Mr. Andrew Cantor. We know that we know that Future Growth is a subsidiary, is one, is an entity, is an old mutual linked entity, and it reports to old mutual. Yes, that's what that it backstop. But if you were to ask people who sets the investment strategy, who sets the the ongoing investment, it's Mr. Andrew Cantor. You can see him tweet, rise, and do everything. Like it, 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 it like even the, the if you think about coronation, everyone knows who the CEO of coronation is. But the CEO coronation is he talks to as a governance structure. But there is a CIO, COO, even Signia. Signia has a chief investment officer. We just know CEO because Master tweets about the corporate governance. Mm. But you don't hear her ever talk about investment strategy because that's not her role. Okay. So let's, so, po- that, let's pause there. Role. Let's pause there slightly and uh, take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we continue our conversations and also, uh, I guess, uh, ask ourselves about uh, some of the uh, uh, responsibilities and uh, I guess uh, the hand of many of those in the political realm uh, who've had all manner of uh, influence. And uh, we've also heard allegations of political meddling uh, here by uh, many uh, in uh, the uh, shareholder and uh, the big question there, of course, is uh, whether or not uh, what other revelations we ought to expect from Matsepo as her testimony unfolds over the next week or so. Stay tuned here to Metro FM Talk. I'd love to hear from you. What are some of your uh, perspectives on uh, what is underway and uh, what uh, bombshells, if any, do you expect from uh, uh, suspended interim CEO at the PIC, Matsepo More, uh, of course, uh, who uh, was uh, scuttled out of there in March after it was alleged that she had interfered in the work of uh, the uh, ongoing inquiry into the affairs of the PIC. And I'd love to hear your perspectives. Give us a ring. 089-110-3377. 089-110-3377.
We continue with our business wrap here. Seven minutes it is now before 8 p.m. I'm in conversation with uh, Snesi Pomaninjwa, Chartered Accountant and Independent Analyst, and Satetanga uh, PIC, and uh, some of the issues that have emerged at uh, the PIC, and uh, more importantly, of course, the uh, testimony of uh, Matsepo More, uh, who was appointed as a CFO at the PIC in 2011 and uh, uh, stepped down a few months ago as uh, the uh, acting or interim CEO. Uh, following the departure of Dan Majila, and uh, she was suspended in March after allegations that she had interfered uh, in the PIC inquiry's work. And uh, she was appearing before the commission today. And uh, Snesipo, before we went to that break, I guess uh, you were outlining uh, some of the uh, functioning here of uh, most of the fund managers and uh, the delegation of authority and, uh, of course, some of the checks and balances that are ingrained in the system where the expectation is that the CEO will, uh, I guess, engage at a strategic level uh, rather than uh, in some of the uh, day-to-day operational investment decisions uh, that a fund manager makes. And it seems that that... Uh, a distinction of uh, or, or delegation of authority didn't find root at all at the PIC. And uh, I'm quite interested, of course, in uh, what kind of excesses or what kind of um, uh, uh, things did that open the PIC up to, uh, Snesipo, this uh, uh, fact that you had the CFO uh, in Matsepomore and even uh, Dr. Dan Machila both sitting on some of these investment committees. Well, w- what impact did that have, uh, I guess, on uh, some of the investment decisions that are now under uh, the uh, scrutiny of the commission? So, let me just clarify. There's not an issue of them sitting in the investment committee. The issue has to do with them being involved operationally. So, you heard things like uh, that regarding the whole AO technology thing, that um, the CEO of AO was having conversations with Dr. Dan. No, darling, that's not supposed to be happening. There's not an issue with him as an executive sitting on the investment committee. The issue is overstepping that mark and being involved in, firstly, which deals get done, number one. Number two, the, the terms and conditions of the deal. That's not where his focus should be as CEO. That, was the, that as I think, is the crux of the issue mm. at the PIC because what it does is that it allows for manipulation as well as um, like social capital, people using their relationship with saying, with saying I, I know Dr. Dan, Dr. Dan's going to vouch. Those, those were the problems. That's actually the problem at PIC. And I think it started personally with even during the Brian Mulefe days when he used to, you know, sit on investment committee saying companies must transfer. It's, it's moved away from what that role is supposed to be. <laughs> the role is strategic and it's not to do with the inner development. You are serving as a bridge. You are a custodian. That's actually what the role is, that it has merged into something that where you can't be like the things that, you know, you were hearing about some of these people saying that, no, people were talking, saying they spoke to Dr. Dan, what's happening? You saw some of the stuff that's been reported by Business Day, uh, by the even like the things about like Business Day, I think Financial May also posted a few things and the things that have been coming out, it's clear that there has been an overstep that has been going on. And it is it is why this PIC is in the way that it is. Like, that yeah. is actually one of the issues that it, so, it literally has to do with the overstepping. Yeah. Like, I mean, so, yeah. about, uh, one gets a sense, certainly, I guess, towards the tail end of uh, Dr. Dan Machila's um, uh, 
uh, a role at the PIC in leadership there that, uh, you know, and, and I guess it bears mentioning even with the Matepo Mores suspension in March that uh, there was this environment of fear that had been instilled in many of those who worked at the PIC. And uh, uh, w- what do you make of uh, Matepo Mores' responses uh, today uh, to, I guess, uh, some of the um, developments surrounding her own suspension in March and uh, her responses to this allegation of interfering in the commission's work? The thing is that she was very cagey about those responses because according to her, she has done nothing wrong. She has done nothing wrong. And, you know, uh, like, I think for me, for me, only time will tell what exactly, because even with her suspension, it wasn't very clear. Like, they just said she interfered, but like, interfered with what specifically, what are the details? Because, you know, they had, um, there's been quite a few uh, suspensions. Like, even if you look at the PIC's, PIC's website, which they just changed the website today, is you'll see that they've got so many acting positions, acting CEO, acting mm. CFO, acting head of, and I think it's just because of the work of the commission that there's been a massive cleanup that has happened. But like I said, for me, there needs to be a rethinking of the executive structure and the role description of the executives, specifically within PIC, their specific roles. Because I mm. think once we get that aspect right, we won't have these problems. We really, really yeah. won't have these I mean, problems. I mean, how much, how much of those problems can be attributed, Snesipo, to the shareholder representative in the form of the Ministry of Finance? And I guess uh, some of the... Uh, 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 stances that the Ministry of Finance has taken around the role and responsibilities of the PIC. We saw, for instance, uh, uh, Deputy uh, Finance Minister and uh, outgoing chair of the uh, PIC, Monjil Kungubela, towards the tail end of his tenure as the chair there, uh, beginning, I guess, to um, take a more active stance as uh, alongside uh, his board. And uh, the big question is, if you look at successive ones, I mean, all the way from Jabum Leketi right through to some of the other Deputy Ministers of Finance who sat on that board, uh, does one get a sense that there's been some continuity in the messaging around what the role and functioning of the PIC is in relation to the members' funds with which it's entrusted, but also in relation to its role as the largest investor in our economy and, of course, the largest uh, fund manager on the continent? Well, the only reason why the government even has a say in PIC's operation is because of the fact that the PIC um, manages the GEPF, which is the fine pension fund. So, therefore, the pension fund... um, pension fund benefits are defined and are guaranteed by government. That's why the government is on the board of the PIC. That is how they got their chairmanship. Now, for me, I always say that once you add a politician you are heading towards trouble because even if you look at the former, the former, the guys, the former deputy finance ministers, all of them have since gone back to do business with the PIC. Bonk. You can, you know, how many executives, former executives, have been subsequently done business transactions with the PIC. Mm, 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 mm. And yeah, we don't need to mention them because and I don't believe in being sued. But we are born men. We are born men. At the same breath. At the we same breath. So for me, so for me personally, I think we need to read. I think I I, I agree with her in some sense that they need to be a redefinition yes. of that structure and the relationship government has with the PIC and there needs to be a rethinking in terms of the structures uh, with the PIC and a relook at how they deal with specifically 
related party transactions as well as uh, EPREP politically exposed individuals. Mm. They need to be, uh, for me, they need to be greater strength on the governance around that and the risk mitigation around that because unless we have those things sorted out, we, we, will, we will one day, as much as everyone talks about the $2 trillion the PIC has, that money, if you look at the PIC's, um, the, specifically the liability gap, mm. you'll notice the which when GEPF did their report, it's been closing annually. Hmm. And the reason why it's closing is because they're in the nonsense and they know it and we know it. So unless we are prepared to bail out one day, <laughs> because that's what defined pensions Ooh, are. I won't go into nonsense, but you're afraid of mentioning people's names. It's okay. My man, I get last question on my end before I let you go. Uh, any bombshells we ought to expect from this testimony here around Matepo Mora? You did say today a lot of uh, her own body language was quite tense. And uh, one can imagine as uh, uh, her testimony unfolds over the next few days or so that uh, that's bound or expected to escalate. Uh, any bombshells that you're expecting from her end? Doubt it. She's uh, she's not in it. She's not going to be doing anything that's going to cost her anything. Because like even her response, she's been cagey. Like she's been cagey. Like that is what she's been doing. She hasn't been. Um, she hasn't been like a forthcoming towards um, any of the any of the questions. And and she's sort of like she's been like she's been talking around them. I'm not sure if you also noticed that because I caught some of the clips and I was like, this woman, I got to tell her. And when you say they talk around them, I mean you've got some really experienced people there in the form of Chief Ledikha and uh, who are working alongside uh, Judge Mpati there, and there's some people who really know their stuff. And uh, I guess uh, you know for you to say that. She's been running rings around them is probably, I guess, a signal of some of the things to expect over the next few days. Yes, because she's she's prepared. I think the main thing with the commission is some people, when they go there, they are very prepared. So they're not prepared to expose themselves Mm. in any great detail. And they'll sort of talk around. It reminds me of, you know, Ian Nodge, when he was testifying in the ESCOM commission, Mm. Ian Nodge didn't answer anything. The entire because he was he lawyered up, he was smart enough to lawyer up and just prep through the questions. And if you do that, you can in some way just go. People might be upset at you, mm. but you're not going to answer anything. So I don't expect any groundbreaking revelations from her. Okay, let's leave it there. We'll uh, catch up with you again, of course, uh, over the uh, next day or so, over the next few days or so, just to take stock of uh, some of the uh, uh, issues emerging from the testimony of uh, uh, many of those who are appearing before the PIC's commission. And, uh, of course, Matsepo More on the stand, uh, continuing with her testimony uh, tomorrow. Uh, what do you make of that? I'd love to hear from you uh, some of your own perspectives of uh, what you made and uh, some of your own reactions and reflections of uh, the uh, testimony Matsepo More gave, her uh, first day of testimony before the party commission, looking at issues of impropriety at uh, the Public Investment Corporation. That was our business wrap uh, for today, and uh, we are back with you again, of course, with that business wrap uh, tomorrow at the same time.